The following podcast uses swearsies, talks about religion in a very negative manner, talks about sex in a very positive manner, and pretty much everything political. Uh, keep in mind that this is for entertainment purposes only. All stated opinions, views, jokes, and generally everything that we say on the show are, uh, you know, the views of the person making them and do not in any way represent a business, nonprofit, state, or federal government. So listener discretion is very much advised. Hey everybody, it's Wednesday, and the Outcasts have returned with this week's Features episode, where we've got some amazing items for you guys this week, like our always fun, fun with real audio segment, and a few other things we could scrounge up. If you're joining the podcast for the first time, we're a cabal of four out-and-about atheist progressives living in the state of Utah. That's about the easiest to digest form that I can come up with, uh, but let's meet the panel for the episode. I'm X, your host, and joining me this time, we have Felicia and Twistle, and we have Christine Blake. Um, Hello. This is the show each week where we dedicate the entire time to talking about our items on the agenda that are a little less urgent. You know, they're they're not things that, that need to be out there immediately at the beginning of the start of the week. So uh, the first thing that we're going to bring up is we're going to have the game. So let's get right to it. Mormon Jesus. Long, long, Mormon long, Jesus. Long, long ago, a spirit child on one of these planets was conceived. Unidentified God is on his body. Elohim, Elohim was conceived. This spirit child was later born to human parents. Near a mysterious star called Mormon Jesus. Mormons believed in Mormon Jesus. Through obedience to Mormon Jesus, he was elevated to Godhood as Mormon Jesus. Uh, about once every month, I, I try to bring these guys uh, a bit of a game, a multiple choice game that I like to play. And you guys missed out on the one where it was just me and Jeff when I was grilling him on Mormon uh, Mormon culture and stuff like that with multiple choice stuff. But fortunately, we also have I, I kept the remainder of that list when I went over with Jeff. And now I'm bringing it to you guys because now we got oh, more, more multiple choice Goody. Mormon. And this is this one's all mostly pop culture based and a couple of other like interesting notes. Then this all comes from the LDS church, you know. Quick little quotes about, you know, this is the history of the Mormon. Anyway, this one fall, these ones fall directly under the pop culture category. So here we go. This movie, and this Kyle's going to be the first to answer here. This movie, <laughs> blank, had its premiere in Salt Lake City. Film director Cecil B. DeMille consulted with President David O. McKay during the filming. Am I A, The Ten Commandments, B, Conan the Barbarian, or C, Lady Chatterley, or D, The Transformers, the movie. <laughs> oh, how I wish it was Lady Chatterley. <laughs> you got the touch. You got oh, the power. Yeah, no, that's that is that is Ten Commandments. Oh, Unfortunately, God, that yes, movie. It, it had its premiere in Salt Lake City. Oh. Of course, it did. Three hours and forty minutes of ass-numbing Bible movie. <laughs> Ugh. All right, Felicia, this one's for you. Yay! Sir, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle first introduced blank in a book about a Mormon day night. The name of the book was A Study in Scarlet. Okay, it's not a blank for who it is. The, the, the first introduced Sherlock Holmes. Sorry, the blank is at the end here. 
The book's okay. name was A Study in Scarlet. A day night is a what? And here we go. A super duper ultra religious Mormon who nearly caused the church to be destroyed because of drunken fisticuffs in a town. B an instrument used to decipher reformed Egyptian. C some type of kids' yogurt drink that's pumped full of sugar. And D, something that Mormons don't talk about publicly anymore because it's rude to do so. Uh, I'm torn between A and D, but I'm going to go with A. You are correct. The Danites were like the the super hardcore Mormons, the ones that were like talking mm-hmm. about, we will kill anybody who talks bad about our prophet. Oh, yeah, okay. uh, yeah, yeah. They took... They took the they took the temple vows very seriously. Very seriously. So like seriously. If you, for really interesting stuff, look up the day nights for people that are playing the game at home because they you'll be like, holy shit! <laughs> no wonder people wanted to eradicate the fucking Mormons back then because they were talking about killing other people and stealing their property and shit. So, all right, Kyle, presidents Heber J. Grant and George Albert Smith. Like we know who any of these we know who Heber is because everything around here is named after fucking Heber have both been featured on the cover of blank magazine. Is it A, Playgirl, B, Time, C, Cat Fancy, D, Cigar Aficionado? <laughs> oh, God. They've, they've both been on time. It'd be so funny if they were in Playgirl. <laughs> Holding their cats no. while smoking a cigar. No. <laughs> oh, they got they got they got risque. They they unbuttoned the top button. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm gonna show something. I'm gonna show my garments. <laughs> loosen the tie. They even loosen the tie. Oh my god, it's so funny that the 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 Mormon equivalent to you know like what they wear in their churches is like 1950s businessmen. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. so stupid. All right, Felicia. Time Magazine once quipped that Joseph Smith resembled this late actor slash comedian. A, is it Danny fucking K? Like, anybody know who knows who the fuck that is anymore? He did, he did a, a, a mo- I think it was a movie and a couple of, like, a whole bunch of comedic songs back then, like Anything Goes and stuff. Uh, okay, did he look like David Spade? <laughs> did he resemble... Uh, Richard Pryor or D ah. David Smalley. Ah, <laughs> David Smalley's not a comedian. Come on. He has that listed on his Twitter profile as his job. What? Oh. He's not funny. <laughs> um I didn't say it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. Actually, I said no, it. I, he's a prick. I can't stand him. <laughs> uh so, is, it, is it Danny K, David Spade? Danny which, K. Which is Danny funny because. K, apparently. Which is because funny the be- other three was like, no, that couldn't be it. But Danny, what? No. Yeah, Danny I, K. I actually, I'm unfamiliar with what Danny K looks like. He oh, might resemble wow. him. I just remember him from uh, the Fallout soundtracks because he had a song on one of those. <laughs> All right. So, let's see. Um,. What's really funny about that is because I, I slipped in David Spade and David Smalley because it says resembled l- this late actor slash comedian. I'm like, nobody flinched that David Spade wasn't dead. 
All right, uh, let's I, see. You're right. I didn't. I didn't pick up on no, the David. That's fine. It was part. subtle. It was <laughs> subtle. It was subtle. Uh, all right, Kyle. This one's for you. Three Wait, men. You didn't tell me. Was I right? Was you're I right. right. It's Danny Kay. Right. I I tend to make most of these a <laughs> just because. A dick. All right, here we go, Kyle. This one's for you. Three men have played Joseph Smith in Hollywood productions about the church. Richard Mall, yes, Bull from Night Court, in the film Savage Journey. You had Vincent Price in the movie Brigham, mm-hmm. and Dean Cain, yes, Superman from Lois and Clark, mm-hmm. about the only thing he has to go for him, in the film September Dawn. Name the one who would win in a battle between the three. Is it A, Richard Mall? Is it B, Dean Cain? C, Vincent Price? D, you'd better fucking pick Vincent Price because he played Egghead on Batman and so much other stuff that he needs to be recognized for, or E, trick question, if they really knew what they were getting into, they'd turn on the event promoter and flee the battleground. <laughs> <laughs> well, everybody knows Vincent Price would call upon the forces of darkness to eliminate anybody who, who opposes him. And he'd so, thriller he, dance. Yeah. <laughs> he'd be really, really nice he'd about it. He'd be very, it. very polite Charming about it. Charming yeah. and delightful. Yes, the correct answer there is fucking Vincent Price because mm-hmm. it's Vincent fucking Price, people. Come on. <laughs> it's like certain people just hands down win every battle. It's like Batman always wins. Yep. Vincent Price always wins. Yep. And let's see who else would always win. Um, John Waters. John Waters always wins. <laughs> All right, Felicia, this one's for you. That was just more of a throwaway uh, one. I'm not even keeping score anymore because everybody's fucking ones. winning. Uh, Philo T. Farnsworth, a Mormon from Idaho. Oh, yeah, this guy. He invented the blank and won a lawsuit against RCA for copyright infringement. Is it A, the television? Is it B, their image of a dog looking at a phonograph? Ah. Is it C, those three cabled AV attachments that you need from some old game systems but can't seem to find when you really fucking need one? Oh, my God, those things, though. Or is it D, RCA stands for Royal Canadian Army, so he built the salmon cannon to stave off hungry grizzly bears. Um, <laughs> D feels like it would be really practical, but it was A. It was the television. And you are correct. Philo T. Farnsworth, as, as in Professor Farnsworth from as in <laughs> Futurama. Farnsworth. Yes. Good news, everyone. <laughs> Good news. It was a Mormon. All right. This falls under the category of, um, can you believe that? So, Kyle, here we go. Probably not. The name blank appears approximately 165 times in the Book of Mormon and a hundred times in the Doctrine and Covenants. Is it A, Jesus, B, Jerry, C, Jimmy, or D, Joseph? Remember your promise, Jimmy. I, I actually think it might be Joseph. You are incorrect. The answer is really? Jesus. Jesus is the answer for everything in the Mormon church. <laughs> so approximately Jesus. 265 times between the Book of Mormon and DNC. That's a lot of hmm. Jesus in man. That's a that's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That 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 is. Oh, wait, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Let's see. Oh, I forgot. Uh, option E. It's pretty easy to say something is supporting an old holy book when you take another religious book and transpose all the shit you need to prop up your faith. <laughs> but he does it wrong and poorly. But he, he does, does it wrong and poorly. And he uses this thing in that was going on at the time where they're like, 
faking Bible language where they're trying to fake the the thou be uh, thine thou yeah mm-hmm. they're faking it. it turns out, okay, so <laughs> if you go back and read those texts, ye is a substitute for the guys. Mm-hmm. That's what it ye. It wasn't your old soap shop, ye old soap shop. It was the, the old soap shop. Ye was not you. It was the. That was what it was. That was what it said. But he's like. Ye go out. No, that's just fucking wrong. That's just plain old. That's not what that meant. That's not you. Ye is not the thing. That's not though. That's not what you said. I, I <laughs> do not. Wrong. This next one, Felicia, I do not expect you to get this one right. So prove me wrong. Okay. When Lucy Max Smith, Joseph's mother, moved to the Palmyra area, she only had nine cents remaining to her name. That is about n- enough money in today's money to buy two blanks. Is oh, boy. A, Coca-Colas. B, tacos. C, dolphin vibrators. Uh, D, handles of scotch. Or E, Happy Meals. Mm. Um, what was B again? B is tacos. So I guess two of them could work on this one. You know, yeah, I was gonna say, it's either B or E. It, it depends on what tacos you're getting. I mean, so if you're talking like Del Taco, like 60 cent tacos, no, it wouldn't be the right answer. But if you're getting like street tacos, yeah, I could see where a Happy Meal mm-hmm. and a taco would be trans- transposable. Because you, so. like, you can get like, uh, like three tacos for $1.50 at the street tacos. I'm just saying. Well, I'm saying like if you go to Taqueria 27 or something like that, you know, when you go to a, oh, a yeah, good yeah, taco yeah. place. Yeah. You know? Okay. But so, I mean, really, who, so yeah, who it, only... It is tacos and Happy Meals. And so the Mormon church used Happy Meals to compare something in their religion. We're good and wholesome. <laughs> okay. They, they really should have used street tacos because it would just, work better. So because, much better. And they're also trying to get the Lamanite vote. Street tacos you know. are delightful. Street tacos yeah. are like, ah, uh, and they're cheap, which they are so underpriced. But they probably get a pretty good margin on, on it. And yeah. like their low prices probably help their business. But I'm just saying, like, Street tacos? You Am I fucking right? <laughs> like you All could right. you could probably charge three dollars per taco. I'm still paying it because are you shitting me? These tacos are red. <laughs> Kyle, here's yours. A, a do- in, in, dollar a piece. I'll have twenty seven. In yeah, exactly. 20, fucking, in twenty fourteen, yeah. President Iring became the first apostle to speak at blank after being invited by blank to attend a summit on the family. Is it a the Vatican and Pope Francis? Is it B, the Chili's on Antelope Drives here, Antelope Drive here in Layton, Utah, and he was invited by the Young Men's Group? Was he the first apostle to speak at Darmok after being invited by Jalad at Tanagra to attend the Summit on the Family? Or was he the first apostle to speak at the Glory Hole after being invited by Tom and Cecil to attend the <laughs> Summit on the Family? <laughs> uh. Was this when the walls fell? <laughs> it is. It's ki- okay. Timba, his arms wide. <laughs> Shaka, when the walls fell. <laughs> I will bring that up every fucking episode if I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I forgot the first one. I forgot the, the forgot the first option in Just, the in the light of the joke. Uh, the first apostle to speak at the Vatican after being oh, invited yeah, by yeah, Pope okay. Francis. That's what I was. Yeah, that's yeah. the correct answer. Sadly, mm-hmm. <laughs> boring. 
should have been invited by Darmok. <laughs> All right, Felicia, the number one yeah. question, the number one question asked at the Salt Lake Temple Visitor Center is A, you're kidding, right? <laughs> B, where's the bathroom? C, All right. you don't have to pay on pay taxes on any of this shit? Or no, D, not it. Wait, you have a mall that costs two billion dollars right across the street. Yeah, it's uh, it's the bathroom one. You're it's correct, definitely. It, it, yeah, uh, those so other boring. ones should be it. Those other ones should be, should be should it. Be. But should uh, be. definitely the bathroom. Yeah, my, my my favorite my favorite question was is that is that Jesus life size? <laughs> Holy fuck, he was tall. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't because no. people were pretty short back then. And okay, no, Family Guy's representation of him as like two and a half feet is not accurate. Like, guys, no. <laughs> uh, men were usually five and a half feet average. Women were about five feet. So, good news. I'm historically accurate. Good news. <laughs> All right. Hey, here, this one's uh, Kyle's, and we're going to wrap it up here. Utah is the largest consumer of, and there are multiple oh, answers shit. on this one. Oh, shit. <laughs> Because they gave me an easy one, and I'm like, wait a minute, I could pad okay. this out, and all of them could be right here. Hold on, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a prediction. Is it gonna be all of the above? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to guess how far down all of the above is? <laughs> it's H. G? Option H. H? <laughs> oh, I was so close. <laughs> okay, Utah is the largest consumer of A. Jello. B. Prescription antidepressants. C. Prescription opioids. D, woo and snake oil. E, bullshit. F, essential oils. And G, funeral <laughs> potatoes. Or H, all of the above. <laughs> Wait, you forgot porn. Oh, I should have put that in there. Option, option H, porn. I all of you. I could have. I, yeah. I was writing this at one o'clock last night. Yeah. So <laughs> you also for you also for you also forgot overpriced warm liquor. As somebody who is a fan of porn and digs porn and just appreciates its genre in general, I honestly don't consume it that much because, like, I mean, I masturbate fairly regularly, but I don't always need porn. And that's the thing about sexually healthy people. We're like, yeah, porn's great. And that's why you see less porn usage in places where they have sexual healthy life. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. just let well, Kyle. Well, <laughs> what, what what really should be what really should be pointed out is that it's not just that they're consuming it; it's that they're paying for it online. How are you paying for it, man? That's that's amateur. That's amateur hour right there. Can you, I get like five minutes of the highlights? please, because that's all I need to get, yeah. like, three yeah. or four in. I just need yeah. something to kickstart the imagination a little bit, because sometimes it's running on fumes, you know? <laughs> right? And then, and then your imagination takes over, and then you have a great time all in your head. But these people... Okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, that's the game. And uh, the winner is all of you listening at home. There we go. That, that's, that's a good way to end it right there. <laughs> Mormon Jesus. Mormon teaching and death. Mormon Jesus. In this sense. All by the God of Mormonism and his wife. Produce billions of sons. Those for the devil. And a billion tons of children. Three sons for the Mormon people. Of a great heavenly beating. Beating. To decide your destiny, but to have sex with Elohim's eldest son, Lucifer, his brother, Mormon Jesus.
Elohim's on Mormon Jesus approved the proposal of the Mormon Jesus savior of the planet Earth would be Mormon Jesus. The first one we have for you guys with fun with real audio this week, we have Rick Joyner, who has just been gracing us with his fucking presence the last couple of weeks. I'm not going to call him the giant gnome anymore because it doesn't work, but he is a weird looking motherfucker. Uh, and he has something to say about those poor white folk in the world. Oh, those poor, poor oh, white people. Oh, and it's only like a minute people. long, so let's just let him get it out of his system, and then we'll comment on it afterward. Here we go. You know, today, we do have a lot of racism, a lot of people speaking out against it, and that's a good thing. Racism is one of the ultimate evils of the human heart. But. Lord showed me that back in <laughs> 1990, I think it was, that it was the it was racism that empowered the spirit of death in the world and release death. And, and look at all the racist wars and all the death the that was released wars. through them in the world. And there is something to that. But today we're we're getting all kinds of racisms, but that's okay. I mean, today the... the what? I think the, the worst... He just said that's okay. Wait, I'm uh-huh. going to jump uh-huh. back a few seconds uh-huh. because I can't uh-huh. believe he just said that. Well, I think, I think we, we, also, we also miss the fact that it, he didn't figure it out until the 1990s. Yeah. Until the so, 90s. And this guy's like 80. <laughs> and, and, okay, so he's like, that's what's contributed to a lot of the wars. And I'm like, oh, you still vote fucking Republican. Huh? Huh? That, but today we're, we're getting all kinds of racisms, but that's okay. I mean, today... The... <laughs> that's okay. Fine. That's fine. It's That's fine. fine. It's I'm fine privileged. Now. It right doesn't now. affect me at all. <laughs> the, oh, the only, it does. The, the, it does affect you, you piece of shit. <laughs> Hang on. Worst racism that is manifesting today is is minority racism towards especially white people, of which I am one. No. Minorities can't be racist towards the majority. <laughs> Right. There is no such thing as reverse racism. There's no, no such thing as reverse racism, guys. Doesn't exist. If, if he's talking about me. like violence happening because you're white, that is so very, very minor of that actually happening in the world. It, it's right. very, very yeah. rare. He's, it's very, very rare. And, I mean, he, he, um, he, might, <laughs> he might be thinking he might be confusing racism with uh, racial bigotry. Right. Which is buried. It's different. I mean, there's they they share some links, but different. Uh, those kids who on there was the Facebook they they posted it on Facebook Live and they attacked that poor disabled boy, and they were like fuck white people and yeah um yeah that was a terrible thing to do that was a horrid horrid awful thing to do uh. Still not reverse racism. Still not. Still not racist. Still not. Well, and I, uh, I follow into the was... camp of you know racism is, you you can't have racism done against you if you are the person that's privileged. I mean, you can you can certainly experience racist stuff being thrown your direction, but you can't call it like. It's, it's not a systemic. You, you, it's yeah, not you systemic. Cannot, yeah, exactly. you cannot be a victim of systemic racism. Right. Uh, Louis C.K. put it the best. You can't even hurt my fucking feelings. Oh, go fuck yourself, cracker. Oh, yeah, that, my dirt. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> such a bad racial slur. Oh, my God. My day is just ruined. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. You can call me cracker all day. And I'm like, 
That's great. I'm not going to get arrested for just walking down the street. See ya. <laughs> and 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 here's and if you call me cracker, my because I am woke and sometimes I wish I wasn't. I'll be like, oh, you have been the victim of a systemically racist society, and therefore you see me as a symbol of your oppression. And it, I get it. Nah, I bro. get it. <laughs> that, I get it. Like, but like, I'm not. But it's not personal because I know I'm doing everything I can to not be a part of your oppressors. But yeah, I get it. And I don't blame you for seeing me as a symbol of your oppressor. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go over here and be white. Although, I want to point out <laughs> this is funny. My name's Felicia. Oh, no. As we all know. Yeah. My, my. And, and it is. I know. I know. It, I'm just saying. Everybody else made the joke. <laughs> and, <laughs> Too many and, times. and it is often assumed that I am black, which is fine. I'm that's not a problem for me. But that can contribute to people who see my name or hear my name without seeing my face, assuming black uh stereotypes and, and, and having those racial biases against me without uh it's it's a thing thing that is and i love my name i'm not i i'm not gonna get away from it because it's a great name yeah and the thing is okay say somebody does go fuck you whitey or they attack a white guy just because of the fact that he is white that is a racist act yes i get that Mm -hmm. that is attacking somebody specifically for the color of their skin or you know trying to say that they are they are less than you are because of whatever whatever fucking reasons people want to come up with it's not really less than it is an aggression against a and it's trying a it's trying to say that their race is lesser than yours. It's it it, it, right. it, it, it is a it's it's, a, it's an objectification is what it is. Yeah. They're seeing the whiteness as not a person but as an, an objectification. Object. Yeah. yeah, as an object of their oppression yeah. oppressor. And that's not correct. It's simply not correct because it's still a human being on the other side of that whiteness. There mm-hmm. is still a person there. Yep, we are we are all pink blobs of fucking flesh underneath. So, and I'm not trying to do the whole kumbaya come together now kind of thing. But Rick Joyner, look, man, I I I can't imagine any time in your life you faced any kind of fucking adversity, especially no. when you're a Christian white guy in America, fucking dude. Come <laughs> at me, bro. <laughs> I am a white woman named Felicia. Just by that, I my my resume has probably been rejected. A lot, like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so come at me, come at me with your fucking oppression. Oh, do you feel like white people aren't like? Oh, I just, re- I just realized yourself. something. Rick is short for Richard, which is also short mm-hmm. for Dick. He's Dick Joiner. <laughs> Dick Joiner shall be called Dick Joiner, <laughs> King Drydock. <laughs> he is the Joiner of Dicks. Early Mormon prophet Jesus, Jesus Elohim, one of his wives, came to Adam to start to cry in the best sexual version in order to provide more Jesus with the Indians, Mary Mark and Mary Magdalene, of these wives, at least three wives, produced at least a billion Israelites. The Jesus of Mormonism, Mormon Jesus, Mormon Jesus, Oh boy, it's been a while since we've heard from the flesh-colored Yoda. Uh, it's uh, Pat Robertson time, and he is looking worse and worse. Like his head is slowly shink- sinking down below his shoulders every week. It's getting lower and lower. Can so he just be pleased 
die. Can you just hurry and die, die Pat? Please, you can let go. Just die. You uh, according go. according to you, you've got all sorts of fucking eternal lands of sunshine and puppies and kitties and stuff going for you. So it's got to be, yeah, yeah. Just That'd lay be down. so much more enjoyable. All right, here we go. As much as we love Britain, I hope the Brits will listen to this and take note. <clears throat> you know, clear your throat, such a you thing as fuck. tolerance is okay, but this is ridiculous. And th this has been the the watchword all over Europe. You know, he's talking about how they've let in a lot of immigrants, and that's made that's made Europe more dangerous for being attacked, and especially England. You know. Even though, let's not pretend that England conquered a lot of fucking Muslim countries, you know? Mm -hmm. There were lines not put on maps until London and England and all these other fucking colonial places started putting lines down. They were Bedouins at the time. <laughs> but anyway, you know, we can't possibly have those Islamic people living in the same countries because they're just, they're just all terrorists. Every single one of them. All of them. Just all terrorists. You cannot be extreme. You must be tolerant, 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 tolerant. What's wrong yeah. with tolerating people, Pat? No I mean, <laughs> yeah, you don't have to like them, Pat. You just have to like acknowledge that they exist in the same fucking planet. Like, oh, and that, and that they and that they have a right to exist. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, yeah. Mean, I'm bringing they, this up only jokingly, so don't take it offensively, anybody out there. But like those fucking gingers, I don't, I don't tolerate them at all. They're not allowed to live nearby <laughs> me. Fuck. If one moves next door, I'm just going to hurry up and move somewhere else. I will not tolerate them. To bring it back to Utah and the homeless shelter. Oh, fuck man. those homeless <laughs> people. Not I... in my fucking neighborhood, the dirty fucking vermin. It was NIMBY. Oh, wait, it was NIMBY all over the place. Being... Not in my oh, backyard. <laughs> yeah, for people wondering, uh, we had... We have homeless shelters that are they're closing up the ones in the downtown area because people want to develop one, the, the one, the one, yeah, and so one. The, the, the singular one where women who are in need of shelter and people who need drug rehab and people who have lost their home to natural disaster or fire or at all of these mm -hmm. different circumstances have yep. to go to one singular place. It's causing a lot of problems. And so they're going to be spreading Shockingly. it out over lots of neighborhoods in, you know, in the greater Salt Lake area, not just like strictly downtown Salt Lake. So there's a lot of people that are up in arms about it because they're moving it to their town, not specifically in their backyard or in their neighborhood. I mean, some people are getting no, there. There's one. There's one where one it's in, in the Draper industrial fucking complex, you know, the one they proposed in Draper was next to the detention center mm -hmm. and the yeah, residents. It wasn't exactly. Mm -hmm. yeah. crazy anyway pat what are you gonna say again tolerate everything and here in this country look at the fight that's going on to prevent some dysfunctional countries from sending us their citizens he's talking about the muslim ban of course you know he i agree with it you know we shouldn't allow people from syria to flee the war that's you know destroying their fucking country and you know seek a better life somewhere else they're they're vermin he didn't say it but that's what he meant just yeah, a few, yeah, they're, they're, a few, not the biggest Muslim countries like Indonesia or Egypt, but, but just a few small ones. And the judges are. Yes, because the size of it determines. Shut up. <laughs> OK, I have a friend who's a refugee from Somalia. You piece of shit. There are women and children starving to death. 
They are starving because that country is a fucking wreck. And we can fucking help. We have families here who are willing to take them in. And your Christian fucking ass who says to help the fucking poor says, no, they're just the small countries. Those are where the terrorists come. Fuck you. Fuck you forever, Pat Robertson. I fucking hate you. They all know you can't stop that. You, you, it'll be, be against our constitution. Well, it is. It's against our constitution. Don't care about yeah. the constitution. They'll use the constitution until such a point as they gain power. Once they get power, then they're in charge, and Sharia oh law God. comes in, and we're going to use the constitution to get in power in order to place Sharia law. Which sure. he needs sure. the right <laughs> needs to stop fucking saying that Sharia is the word for law. And it does not pertain to non-Muslims. Even then, they're not going to do that because they are a super-duper minority in this country. And we have this little thing called the Constitution, which would not allow them to do that. In yeah, the first I mean, look, place. we got we got President Shithead that came in, and the Constitution's actually doing a pretty goddamn good job of making sure shit like this is. He's not mm -hmm. going to be running unchecked. I mean, I think it's working at least. The rest of you become dimmies and you'll have to pay a tax to the ruling uh, elites. Dimmies. That's what they intend. They want a global caliphate. That's what ISIS is all about, folks. No, it's not. Caliphate, not caliph. Oops. And that is not and what ISIS the, the wants. The Obama administration didn't name no, it. ISIS, ISIS is just like you, Pat Robertson. They want an isolationist policy. They want, they want an Islamic state. They want an Islamic state. They want to they have want, the... They want to combine them and close them. They want an isolationist nationalistic because you're just fucking like them and that's why there's fucking conflict. <laughs> I think God loved America so much that, that he gave he his only begotten this son. <laughs> onslaught. If we'd had another eight years of an Obama-like presidency, we couldn't have gotten our country back. Hang on, wait for it. Fortunately, there's a, a change, but look at the riots and look at the at the terrible things that are being said about Trump when all he's trying to do is reverse the course of of statism and decline into, into chaos that we have had over the last few years. Chaos! 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 Are you talking about an improved economy because of your fucking Bush president? Are you talking about the fact that more people have health care and that there's a better system involved system? That's the opposite of chaos, you piece of shit, motherfucker. Hey, Are you have... talking about more people in work? Are you talking about more people living longer than ever before? Are you talking about increased happiness across the world? Jesus Christ. How about yes, the uh, that's pretty much how it, about yeah. the the increased drone bombings that he's got? How about the increased troops that we're going to have in Syria, Iraq, mm -hmm. and actually sending more people to Somalia? Mm -hmm. The military industrial complex is ramping up for big shit. If you want to talk about chaos, we are sowing it. <laughs> we are deporting yeah. people that are legal. Not I can't say legally here because they're illegal citizens. But the thing is, they're, they're not hurting legally. anything. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're existing legally. You want to talk about fucking chaos? 
people who are productive members of society being deported and removing their valuable contributions to society. How about how about that healthcare <laughs> law that they wanted to pass where it was going to remove 26, bi- 26 million people from the rolls of healthcare, which not is just, more just public, more just than repealing. Not just just public health care. It would just remove people from public. It would remove people from private, you guys. It would remove... Oh, chaos. Chaos. Chaos, thy name is the GOP, and you have assholes like Pat Robertson here to prop you guys up. Go... You guys should be ashamed. I mean, honestly. Should be ashamed. Yeah. Time. So Glenn Beck, brother Black, Black Beck, yeah, brother Beck, wants to talk to us about illegal immigrants. So let's hear his terrible stats that he brings up. So you might think that this Kate story, oh, there they go. They're taking one story out of context. Between 2008 and 2014, 40% of all murder convictions in Florida were committed by criminal illegal aliens. Bullshit. Bullshit. I've got stats on this. All murder convictions in Florida, criminal illegal aliens. In New York, it's 34%. In Arizona, it's 17.8. I've got his sources on this. Overall, 38% of all murder convictions in California, Texas, Arizona, Florida, and New York, over 38% are all from illegal aliens who only constitute 5.6% of the total population of those same states. We got a problem. Bullshit. So you might wonder where Glenn Beck got this information from. So I was sharing with you the... Ah, what the fuck is that? Whoa. It, it autoplays. I didn't know that. Fuck that. That's annoying. All right. So Glenn well, Beck... I didn't, I didn't know his asshole was a source. He No, he got this from... Uh, what's his name? Tom Tancredo. You know, the rabidly anti-immigrant right-wing activist. And this was published on Breitbart back in 2015. Oh, shock. I was going to say, is it Breitbart? Is it Breitbart? Yeah, it's all Breitbart here. So this piece was debunked. So it's somebody, so somebody else's an asshole. Yeah. Okay. So Tancredo's piece was debunked in 2015 by Pundit Fact, which noted that the numbers that he used had been taken from a presentation put out by the right-wing group, the Center for Security Policy, which is, okay, so Glenn pulled it from Tom's asshole and Tom pulled it from these people's asshole. So Pundit Fact discovered that not only were the CSP figures inaccurate, but to make matters worse, Tancredo quoted the whole thing incorrectly. So he pulled something out of his ass and he's like, huh, this looks like a credible news story. And it's just completely not. So the first thing that jumped out was the mangled dates that he put on this report. So there's one thing. He said that criminal aliens accounted for 38% of murder convictions in the five states between 20, 2008 and 2014. In fact, the presentation offered numbers from 2005 to 2008. So he's just way the fuck off already. And that's not the only issue. Um, his presentation was wrong because he quoted the whole thing incorrectly as well. 
And their research found that if Tancredo had quoted the presentation as it would given, it would still be plenty of concern about its accuracy, but he just got it even worse. So it's like playing telephone with other people. It's like it just gets worse and worse as it gets down the line. So his claims that were these these claims were debunked nearly two years ago. But Beck decided all of a sudden this week to repeat them on his radio program. And he's he's the worst kind of presenter because he's not willing to do any basic research to determine if what he's saying on the air is true or not. We try to fact check everything. And it takes a lot of fucking work to do this stuff, guys. I mean, I get a news article and I'm like, I don't know if this is real or not. And I have to look it up. And sure enough, most of the time, the shit's real. Or if it's not, at least we couch it to you and saying, hey, this isn't real, but it's funny. You know? Glenn Beck's not doing that. He's just putting shit out there just to make more anti-immigrant hate in this country. And I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but like, if you could think of 5% of the population committing 40% of the murders, that would mean like each person has to commit like three murders per year, which is highly unlikely. Yeah. Actually, and- it's, it's funny, but, um, we don't kill each other a lot, guys. Yeah, um, murder rates turns have gone out down. Killing, How about that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Murder rates are way down. Turns out that killing people really fucks you up. And it's a highly unpleasant thing to do. And even most hardened criminals will try to avoid it. That mean like ev- that would mean like every, every single illegal immigrant, which is just not going to happen is a serial killer. All of them. <laughs> All every <laughs> single one. Every single one who's the busboy at your favorite restaurant for that chef down Murderer. the street yep. is a serial killer. You know the really nice one who greets you and he's trying his best with English or the one who clearly like she's got a college degree and she speaks like seven languages and mm-hmm. knows economics and has a better yeah. grasp on civics than most of the people that actually can vote in this country. <laughs> yeah. They're both, both those people, serial killers guys, multiple murders. So well, actually maybe, maybe that, that, one gave their quota to somebody else. <laughs> Where the fuck did they even get this information? Cause I've looked at the FBI statistics and that doesn't even make any fucking sense. The most people killing most people is white guys. Oh, it's that just fits your guys. narrative, Felicia. That just fits your narrative. You're just biased and racist against white people. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just oh yeah. Oh well, no, the, white the women. Only... White women aren't killing people. Black women aren't killing people. Latina women aren't killing people. Not killing people. Sorry, women. Uh, it's very rare for women to kill anyone. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot. Of, there could be a lot of reasons for that. But no, most of the time, most murders are white guys killing white guys. Like, the vast majority of the yeah. time. Unless you want the to only, count all those women only... murdering babies, then they're just mass no. murderers. All yeah. Yeah. Oh, and most yeah, of the time, the only, women are... The only, way, the only way to make those statistics work at, at all, even close, is to just discount all of the data points that disagree with your conclusion. I just, I don't even understand where somebody even fudged these numbers to 40 fucking percent yeah 40 <laughs> percent criminal aliens it, accounted for 38 percent of all murder convictions in those five states listed 38 percent of all murder convictions so they're saying it's a no. disproportionately 
immigrants causing murders and but i mean but considering that immigrant murders often go unreported Mm -hmm. oh even worse now that they're trying to repeal the the sanctuary city sanctuary state thing going on so exactly so so i mean these things happen i'm not saying that illegal immigrants never commit any crimes i mean they do but they're less likely to than second generation so there are multiple studies there are multiple studies that show that immigrants illegal or not are far less likely to commit crimes because they're fucking terrified of what happens if they do commit them. Um, like, but I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around how they could even come up with this number since the vast majority of murders are white guys. Like, it's a strong yeah. leap. The next coming up is black guys. And that could be because the reported ones are heavy on black guys being convicted of things, even if they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, so I'm um, still not understanding. And then, uh, of women involved in murders, most of them are uh, victims of mm-hmm. from men. Women are usually being killed by men. That's usually uh, it's horrifying. It's really truly horrifying. Um, but why what i'm sorry i'm why wouldn't it okay so since we know that (laughs) men are usually killing men but then they sometimes kill women like how are we accounting for the illegal immigrant women that are being murdered i just well you can't account for them because they they don't count as citizens anyway so we're not going to count for the murder that's my fucking point where are you getting these fucking numbers from there is nowhere they they couldn't possibly get these numbers from any kind of legitimate source there's no way it it just doesn't work and glenn should really i mean i think the the major theme for this whole fucking this whole episode that we've done this whole week is shame (laughs) shame shame (laughs) ding ding shame And I'm so mad because we're not getting that show to fucking July. <laughs> I know. But also, can we make Glenn Beck walk? I wanted to clip his hair short. Shame since he was so anti-Trump, but now, yeah. yeah, since he's he was so anti-Trump, and now he's apparently sold his fucking soul too after he berated Ted Cruz for the same fucking thing. Well, yeah, it was that, or you know, lose his entire audience. Oh, but he fired Tommy Lauren. <laughs> oh, yay. <laughs> I'm glad to see that, even though it was for fucked up beliefs. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yay. I yeah. I approve of the result, but not the method. Not not the reason. Yeah. The blaze is still uh, going down in a blaze of glory, so <laughs> mm-hmm. to use a terrible joke. But that's all we're gonna talk about with this fucked up story. Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt. With the Godless Revolution podcast, we've had a lot of great guests on this show. Such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. All right, that brings an end to the feature segment. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on Friday's patron show. 
even though the content there is about six months old, it's still worth hearing. Uh, the last couple of times we've done literally like 30 minute shows, even though we're like, hey, we're only going to do 10 minutes and then somehow it stretches out to 30. So you get a lot more show. <laughs> so this week was fun. There was some fun mm-hmm. stories yeah. that I told. Uh, fun. Those. Oh, I'm not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just the patron show. The the uncut stuff that with the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. higher level patrons. Well, they got like an extra hour while we were dealing with Jeff's oh, fucked up internet. <laughs> oh boy. Oh. So anyway, those people that count themselves as one of our patrons uh, are lucky because they've already heard the episode. While the rest of you have to wait to check back in September sometime. Uh, actually, we're going to be crossing into October pretty soon. Wow. So, however, if you mm-hmm. wish to support the show that, and the work that we do each week, please make sure you go to patreon.com slash Outcast and donate at the level you feel comfy with. A dollar will do you. Uh, many, many, many thanks go to our sustaining patrons, Angelica Pearson, the Godless Revolution podcast. Thanks, Dan. Uh, Luis Cruz, Jeff Linville, Mike and Darcy Bowman, and an inordinate amount of Pride Festival hugs goes out to Marissa McCool because she's planning on carrying a cis ally flag during the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> for being our number one. So thank oh, you all. She is our number one. Thank you so much for helping us out. Uh, remember, we don't only credit people that send the show some of their income. Uh, we give shout outs in- to anyone who gives us a review on iTunes or subscribe on YouTube. It really does help us out a ton. We really do appreciate it when you guys do that. So make sure you give us your praise so we can give you your new praise. So uh, final thanks to the panel for joining me this week. But like I said, we'll catch you on Friday with our older patron show. And again on Monday with a brand new spanking episode of full of current events. And until then, everybody, you're welcome. Bunny. Good night, everybody. There are men in every town who live to bring you down, make themselves feel bigger, making you feel small. My advice is to look incredible as you make their lives pretty incredible by being your damn self. God, it's so exhausting. Yeah.
hey, this is Jonathan Ariola. Well, GDCF, I do my own thing. But anyway, um, I wanted to point out that uh, how much there seems to be all this push in trying to get religious people into political offices. And there is a project out there trying to do the opposite, which is trying to get atheists into political office. I was wondering if there's any information you guys have about something like that, is something that you guys have entertained, or at least try to push through the show. Anyhow, I'd really love to see more people out there giving that a shot. And hopefully one of these days, be one of you guys, be one of me, or one of the audience. Anyway, appreciate the show. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, Jonathan, thanks for the amazing fucking voicemail there. We really appreciate it. Uh, for anybody that's cool. interested in this kind of stuff, I would suggest checking out Secular Voter. I would suggest mm-hmm. also, I'm a huge proponent of the current movement for the Justice Democrats, which is a movement being run by uh, the ex-Bernie staffers, where they're trying to get people funded with uh, not corporation money, and they have a very progressive, like, very fucking progressive, like, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a bunch of people that are trying to get into the office. Uh, so check them out, Justice Democrats. I, I'm a huge supporter of them. I know Sank from uh, uh, Young Turks is a huge proponent of them, too. Uh, as for running for public office, unfortunately, I have this show. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think this might have killed all of our chances ever. <laughs> and I mean, it's not so, it's not something I would say no to, except for the fact that you have to wear like a suit and tie all over the fucking place. And that's a that's a huge no to me. I'm I'm a I'm a t-shirt and shorts guy like year round. If if I could get away with it, I would. But I don't want to dress. Uh, I mean that that might seem childish, but I I honestly don't have any kind of inkling to to be in politics. I like talking about them, but I also like being able to go. All right, put that on silent mode for a day. <laughs> I don't have to worry. So, about it. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. The, the 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 bullshit. The bullshit tolerance level is just way too low for me. I, I have a feeling even I... consider something like that. If I got a state seat or anything like that, I have a feeling I would go off on the floor and really uh-huh. hurt some feelings. And I don't think I could do that. I loved. <laughs> I loved working in politics. I absolutely loved the nature of it. I loved that it made no fucking sense to do it because <laughs> uh, the pay is low and the, hours the work is hard. The hours are long and the work is hard. Um, and I luckily for my first time got behind a candidate who I adored. I yeah. adored and to this day respect the hell out of and I got to see him recently and I got to give him a great big hug and got to give his wife a great big hug. And so that's that's lucky for me. Um, here's the nature of politics. Um, it's hard, you guys, and it's dirty. And sometimes yeah. you have, if you're gonna, if you're gonna volunteer, you have to back somebody that you don't believe in all the way. Um, if you're gonna, you're. But what you have to do in politics is pick. And I'm sorry, you <laughs> idealist motherfuckers, pick the lesser <laughs> of two evils. If you believe somebody is going to cause less harm, back that person back them i don't care if you agree with them volunteer do what you can because a little tiny bit of progress is better than nothing it is better mm-hmm. than sitting it out keeping um, the status quo would have been a lot better than the bullshit we're dealing with they right now, so. they, they would be they would be and the the but, movements the, the movements right now for uh getting secular Secularists into office. That's that's one of those movements that that has to start with getting the voter base 
not not only to be more a little bit more engaged, but to be open about being a secular voter. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately here in Utah, if you came out as an atheist, you would all but guarantee you would not win whatever seat that you're trying to vote for because there's a lot of disinformation about the about atheists out there. And if you use secular, that's just code for them and I'm a very much a Dave Silverman atheist is just the pussy word. I mean, not sorry, what is it? Secularist is the <laughs> pussy word for, for yeah. atheist. So he's like uh, nobody you know nobody knows what that word means. It's too no. wishy washy. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna say fuck off X. Uh, run even if you're certain gonna lose. If you're certain you're gonna no, lose. No, I'm not. Run. I'm not saying don't do it. <laughs> be, I'm just saying misty be misty snow. Be misty snow. Mm-hmm. Who ran against Mike Lee and she did it fearlessly as a trans woman atheist in utah Mm -hmm. and she got on national news and what she did is she brought awareness that there is these people in utah who have a voice and they matter and these people have been showing the fuck up to Mm -hmm. town halls run run even if you're certain and run with all your heart i'm not trying to say don't run i'm just saying that be aware that when you run as an openly atheist or in some of our cases satanist mm-hmm. you're running a very good chance that people are going to rally their base against you and unfortunately we don't have the numbers yet we're getting there but yet. we don't have the numbers yet but the only yet, way because the only way we can get them well, we, the only yes. way we can get them well we we might have don't. we might have the numbers but but our numbers are uh mm, skewing a lot younger ap- apathetic <laughs> Apathy is strong. The apathy is strong within this generation. Yeah, we're yeah. getting. <laughs> but anyway, seriously, thanks for the great voicemail. Hopefully, we get that more from you guys out there. It was such a lovely voicemail. It was uh, such a lovely voicemail. Thank you so much. So hit us up three four seven six six nine three three seven seven. We'd love to hear from you guys, and we would give it honestly its own segment, like we're doing right now. So get those voicemails mm-hmm. into us, people. Seriously. <laughs> 